podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, it's Aliyah Orozco with Behind the Gloves, and today I have the honor of being with Evan Holyfield, the one and only professional boxer. How are you today? Um, I'm feeling great today. Um, it's great to, ha- to be here and have this opportunity. Are you looking forward to your fight tomorrow at the Cow Palace in San Francisco? Oh yeah, definitely. It's, um, it's my second time, so hey, I'm just trying to do better and better each and every outing. Yeah. How have you prepared for this fight? Um, this this fight was a little bit more um, different. You know, I didn't have a lot of film to examine and stuff, so I just try to get myself um, ready for pretty much any style, any style. But that's really the name of the game. Mm-hmm. With amateur boxing, you know, you, you go against somebody different every single day. And, you know, you really don't have no tape to, to go against. But um, I found, like, you know, a couple clips in here and there. But yeah. for, for the most part, I really just... Uh, I, I pushed myself mentally, you know what I mean? Tested myself mentally this camp, and hopefully that pays the dividends. Talk to me about the mental aspect of being a boxer. And I know your dad, being a four-time world champion, we all know him. Do you ever feel a pressure to perform a certain way? And what is that, like, mental aspect? Like, like how do you just overcome that? You know, um, I feel like the mental pressure for me is, is just coming out there and just being able to do what I really want to do. You know, everybody has expectations of you. But I feel like the highest expectations that I have is the ones that I've set for myself. And, I um, love that. Yeah, that's so that could be the that could be like the little harder part of you know what I mean, beating your own expectations. So um, yeah, I don't believe there's any pressure of me um, going in there um, with my last name and stuff. But um, you know, you just really want to be better than what than the person that you see in the in the mirror every day. 100%. What are the expectations you put on yourself? What do you push yourself to be? You know, uh, I just know what I've done in the gym. I've put in tons and tons and tons of miles on the road, tons of road work. I got lots of rounds. I've been pushing myself hard in the back. I've been going hard. Mm, this man, Bert's been driving me crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, I used to want to put all that and you cash all that in the bank. You know what I mean? And make something of it. You know, um, it'd be a waste of time for me not to be able to um, go above and beyond what I'm supposed to be able to do. Well, certainly. So what are your goals in boxing, long-term and short-term? Um, I, I know, short-term. Hey, short-term. Hey, hey I'd be Juan Marino, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> short-term right now. <laughs> um, but um, long-term, I definitely want to be a, a multi-world champion and unify, unify um whatever weight the class I'm at, I want to do multi-divisional stuff like Manny Pacquiao, you know, but those are just words. You just got to wait till you do something about it, you know. Most certainly. What has been your hardest sacrifice as a boxer? Like, I know we were just talking about you can't eat sometimes, you can't drink sometimes. Yeah. We were talking about pork chops. He had one on Sunday before, yeah. before the fight. But I know also you have to work out all the time and the energy, probably relationships. There's just so many things that you have to sacrifice. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, you know, boxing comes with a lot of sacrifice, and like you just um, named. Um, for instance, I haven't had Hagen Dazs for a good month. <laughs> yeah, but um, there's that, you know what I mean? There's definitely friends that I can't hang out with all the time, or, um, you know, parties and graduations that I may not always be able to attend, and people ask me, oh, you can't, why you can't see me? And I'd be like, I got work to do, you know what I mean? But, um,. I feel like all the sacrifices will pay off. And like just like with anything, you know, um, I, I really don't take too much vacations or anything. But like imagine if I didn't work, what would be vacation? Because vacation would be every day if I, if I wasn't working or working out. 
So I feel like um, life is what you make it. And, um, it you know, and some of the things that really are going to be, this is going to be like the things that are really worth it at the end of the day. Because, you know what I mean, we, you ever just be with somebody or, or not be with somebody or, you know what I'm saying, man. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. let's say, let's say this. There's people who all want me to be there for them. They're, they may not be there for for yourself wow. when you really need it. You know wow. what I mean? So, like, when you do things like this, it really makes you... You just always got to remind yourself, you know what I mean? Like, this is for myself for when I'm ready to calm down, you know what I mean? I want to have something for myself, you know? Because at the same time, all my friends that I can't be there for, they want me to be there for them. Is, is it going to be your house I'm going to stay at when I need a place to stay? You know that is I mean? such a true point. Yeah. I, I really love that. You really broke that down very nicely. So talk to me a little bit about that then. So I know you sleep, eat, breathe, boxing. If yeah. you just had one day to do whatever you want to do, yeah. what would Evan do? If I had one day to do whatever I want to do, I mean, like, if and it was a perfect world, you know what I mean? I had a partner and stuff like that. You know, uh, I'd... After a fight, you know what I mean, I win a fight, I think I'd want to go on a nice little vacation, you know what I mean, maybe to a beach or Disney World, something relaxing, you know what I mean, but I'm, I, I like I like doing stuff, you know what I mean. You know I what like me? doing stuff you know, too. I uh -huh. like doing stuff. Well, have you been to Disney World? I actually went to Disney World, yeah, I went to Disney World probably like a year, a year, a year ago. What? Hey, it was, yeah, it was crazy, I um, brought two of, my, um, two of my good friends, paid for them, you know what I mean. Really? Yeah. You're a good friend. But no, it was really for myself, because you know what I mean? Hey, 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 you know what I mean? They thought it was for them, but it was really for myself, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, bro, you know what I mean? I'm going to go to Six Flags, but I want to have, I mean, not Six Flags, Disney World, but you know what I mean? But I want to have fun, and I want to have good memories. Yeah, yeah I want to, I want to, no, no, I brought my niggas. You know? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> hey, I brought my homies. Oh, way too funny, Evan, Evan. I brought my homies though, but you know what I mean. But it was good memories, you know what I mean. Like, um, hey, like he, like my one of my friends tells me his name is Richard. He'd be like, oh yeah, that's like the best memory I've ever had in my life. You know what I mean? Oh really? I haven't went to Disney World yet. I gotta go. No, you gotta go. Do you think it's better than Disneyland? Hey, you know I'm from the south, so you know Disney World's always gonna hold up. Oh, he's like, that's not even a question. Not even a question. Well, okay, a little bit back to you. You were saying that you do it for yourself. At what moment in your life you did you realize you really wanted to be a boxer? Like, of course, you watched your father, but of course, you had to make that decision for yourself. Yeah. What was that moment? Is there anything you saw or experienced that just hit you and sparked that fire? Yeah, it was actually kind of crazy. Um, you think it'd be my dad that kind of pushed me into boxing, but it was really one of my brothers, my closest brother. Um. Yeah, I'm 25, so he's like he's 25 too. I'm October 23rd, he's November 30th. You know what I mean? So wait, that's how close. Both 25? Yeah, but both we got different moms. You know how it oh, goes. Okay, I was like, yeah. wait, are you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, hold on, the math is not adding. Yeah, I got a I got a big family. You got um ten brothers and sisters. Family. Yeah. Ten brothers and sisters? Yeah, but I'm the only one from my mom, so. You know, I kind of got the best of both worlds, like Hannah Montana, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, you know what I mean? You so, you know, I get the single-parent household with my mom, but you know what I mean? That must be kind of hard. Uh -huh. And then, you know, I go over to my mom with my dad, you know what I mean? When I was younger, yeah. then I have, like, I'd be part of the All Brady the Bunch. Like yeah. <laughs> You're living, like, yeah, two different worlds. Yeah, two That's kind of nice, though, being, like, an only child with your mom sometimes, probably. Yeah. But you know, you already know the only child problems. You know, your mom only got one person to focus on, and that's you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you're supposed to be mama's boy type deal, you know? 
you know how that goes. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Okay, let's let's talk about some boxing news. You know, we have the really highly anticipated Spence versus Crawford fight coming up July 29th. What are your thoughts on that fight? And you know, I mean, that's that's gonna be a great fight coming up. Um, I like both of the people, and um, Earl got me into boxing too. Um, watching his, um, I remember when I first started boxing, and I always started think, thinking about starting boxing. And I was like around 14 or 15. I had my first fight when I was eight, but my mom took me out. But watching YouTube videos, Earl Spence had said he had started boxing around the age of 15. And at that point in time, I wanted to start boxing, but like I had like a little small voice in the back of my head saying, "So you're a little bit too late, you know." There's a lot of um, young prodigies. It's a real thing too. Yeah, there's a lot of young prodigies coming up who've been boxing way longer since they was like eight years old. But Earl said he started at 15, and that kind of wow. gave me the confidence to take that leap and be like, "It's not too late." Yeah, it's not too late. Yeah. So. so you're going with Errol then? No, I'm actually going with Bud. I actually know Bud. Hey, that man Bud put me in the headlock. That's the strongest headlock I've ever been in in my life. <laughs> Wait, you heard it here first. He put you in a headlock and you could feel his strength? I could. I looked at my dad through the headlock and I was like, you got to do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think it's going to end in a knockout then by Bud? If Earl don't come all the way correct, you know what I mean? That could happen to anybody. Okay, one last question. Who do you think is at the top for the pound-for-pound pound list in boxing right now? Just your opinion. Ooh, probably it's got to be Bud or Earl, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'll probably mm -hmm. put Bud up there just because um, he's already been undisputed before. That's very true. Yeah, he's going for the second time in history. You know, if he's the, if he, Is there two undisputed, uh, a two-time undisputed in history? Two weight division. Yeah. Oh no, we ain't oh, going for that. We are, and we're not going for no claims. We're going for straight certificate paperwork. Exactly straight. Well, what about that fight? What about the Theofimo Lopez versus Josh Taylor fight? What were you thinking about that? Um, that was that was a close fight to begin with, but um, Theofimo really, um, you know what I mean, proved his point. And like, you know what I mean, he's the takeover. He's not, um, he's not falling back. You know, whatever he had going on with the Cabosis fight, whether he had neck trauma or whatever, it must have been true because when he. Hey, he showed up that night yeah, against Josh Taylor. Yeah, you know, Josh Taylor is way harder fighter than um, than Combosis. You know what I mean? Definitely on paper, too. Yeah. So he did his thing, but I'm just interested to see what he's going to do off of this retirement or whatever ploy this is. I know. He, he retired. What are you thinking about that? I saw that he vacated his title, too. It's, it's a money move. You know what I mean? Like he's only 25. If he doesn't come back to boxing... I'm like I'm sure he has enough money to make investments to you know what I mean I to live off of that. Yeah, yeah. But essentially, you could tell it's a money move. Um, hopefully, somebody gives him that that six-figure payday that he's looking for. I know. Yeah. One last question. Just talk to me a little bit about legacy, just in general, not even aside from boxing, just anything. Yeah. What do you want out of your life? What's the most rewarding thing for you? Like, what do you want to share with the fight fans watching, just about your personality and who you are? Oh yeah, you know, um, for my legacy, you know. Obviously, I'm not my dad, you know, I'm not bald or nothing, but, um, nor big, but um, I just want to be remembered. Um, my dad, uh, when I see my dad get uh, inducted to the Hall of Fame, I believe that was like in 2016, 17, around there, uh, that really lit my fire for me. He, he told me um, when I got on the float, because, you know, we was all arguing and trying to get on this little car, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. only, only two people could sit with him, but he was like, hey, Evan. If I let you, if I let you on the car on the float, he was like, "Can I ride with you when it's your turn?" 
So, you know, I got I to gotta get into the Hall of Fame and, uh, and be with him so I can repay that thing back, you know. Most certainly. Has your dad taught you anything that's been, like, a really big part of your career? Oh, yeah, yeah. The most important thing my dad's taught me about boxing is um, it's not a matter of winning or losing. It's a matter of giving your all because great fights that. great fights help the sport, you know. So I know, I know, and he has had one of the most iconic fights. Well, thank you so much, Evan. It's been so nice talking with you. Is there anything else you want to share with the fight fans watching? Um, or what to expect from you tomorrow night? You're going to get that knockout? Hey, man, you don't get paid for overtime. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> um, shout out to my family. I love you guys. I love that. A family man. Thank you so much, Evan. It was so nice meeting you. Thank you. Thank you. Podcast Network.